Hey guys, thanks for tuning in this week to our sermon. I know that God has been pressing a big burden on my heart, and I hope that you get something out of it. I hope that He teaches you something through this. But man, what a year this has been. You know, a couple weeks ago marked the start of the pandemic's one year anniversary. And it's been a rough year. It's been a rough year for our culture, for our country for our world, and for ourselves. You know, despite the best intentions from all of the shutdowns imposed by the government, they have led to a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, and a lot of mental health problems for us as people. And they've only caused more. And we're continuing to see more anxiety. When we're ready to go back to normal, whatever normal looks like, it's just going to lead to more anxiety because we're stepping out of what we've become used to into a new world. So much has changed over the past year that things might be different. Things will be different in the future. I feel like our culture has normalized anxiety. Now, I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. It's good that we talk about anxiety. It's good that we're talking about our feelings, our problems of mental health, bringing those issues into the light. That's a good thing. However, I think the normalization of it and the normalization of solutions that are not Jesus is causing harm to people. Our culture's normal response to people coming out with mental health problems is just do what makes you happy. And there must be something wrong with you. You know, it's all you-centered. It's all focusing on wanting you to do what makes you happy. However, that's not necessarily the solution that's going to cure or help us push through our anxiety. The solution is Jesus. Jesus is the only one that can take away our anxiety completely, that can help us push through the barriers, push through the walls that we're feeling. However, that's just not talked about. You know, people, people say that we should just do what makes us happy and focus on that. However, if what makes us happy isn't what Jesus is wanting us to do, then it's, then it's worthless, you know. And so let's look at what Jesus has to say to us about our anxiety, about our worries, and about our fears. Our passage for today is going to be found in Matthew 6. We're continuing our sermon series on the Sermon on the Mount. And today we're in Matthew 6, 25. This is what Jesus has to say to you. Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and body more than clothing? Now right there, Jesus says, don't be anxious about your life, about what you will do next, about what you will eat or drink. He's saying is not life more than those things. Our end goal, the thing that we have to look forward to, is way greater than the things that are causing us anxiety now. He continues, he said, Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than those birds? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to a span of life? 
And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious in saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added to you. Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient is the own day for its trouble. And so Jesus is saying that he knows what you need. He knows all of the things that are causing you stress, but He wants you to seek Him first. He wants you to seek Him first through this all, and He will cure your anxiety. He will fix the things that are stressing you out. Do not be anxious about tomorrow, because tomorrow has enough troubles on its own. Jesus knows what you need. And when you seek Him first, He will give you those things. I want to I want to talk uh, talk today about how first anxiety is not from God, and second that God wants to heal your anxiety. First, I believe that anxiety is not from God. I believe that it is demonic in nature, and it's all a part of spiritual warfare. You know, when we think about the books, the Screw Tape Letters by C.S. Lewis. He wrote that book with the idea of, of writing in the sense of a, a demon who was trying to train his young demon how to tempt humans. And so when we think about anxiety from that lens, when I think about how, how, would, a, how would a, the devil tempt me with anxiety, I think that he would want to push anxiety in my head in my heart and make me be stressed out about things. And I think that, that that he would want to derail every other aspect of my life through it. If I'm worrying about things, if I'm fearful, if I don't have faith that God will provide, then I think that that will help the devil gain a foothold into other parts of our life. It'll lead to more fear. It'll lead to more cautiousness. It'll lead us to not step out in faith when Jesus asks us to. And so it's all about spiritual warfare, I believe anxiety is. So more anxiety leads to more ways that the devil has a hold on you. And when we realize this, when we gain that knowledge, that idea, that perspective, then we can start to actively fight against it. We can say, devil, I don't want you to have that hold on me. But until then, until we realize that anxiety is demonic in nature, then we're not going to be able to solve for the root cause of the issue. Letting anxiety get to you is like you telling God that you don't trust Him. I think that's where the core issue is with anxiety in our culture. If you don't believe in God, well, then you have nothing to look forward to. And of course, you're going to be anxious about everything because you don't know what the future is going to hold. You don't have that hope for the future. However, if you're a Christian, if you believe in God, if you trust that He will provide for you, He will take care of you, 
and no matter what happens to you, that you have that assurance of a future hope that when we die, we will be reunited with Jesus in heaven. Suddenly, it doesn't make us worry about the future. It doesn't make us worry about where our next meal's coming from, about whether what we're going to do when we graduate college, what job we're going to have, what family we're going to have, who we're going to marry, what our future is going to look like, if we're going to have enough money to afford anything, really. When we have that future hope in Jesus, Nothing can shake us. You know, it says at the end of the Sermon of the Mount that a house built on solid ground cannot fall. But a house built on sand will just get swept away into the, into the sea. And so when we build our foundation, our hope, our trust on Jesus, well, then we cannot fall. But if we're just anxious all the time, then that's like saying, Jesus, I don't trust you. I don't think that you have my best intentions in mind because I'm worried. I'm fearful about what the future will be. Now, I do think there's a difference between being tempted to think that and then actually thinking that and letting that take a hold of you. We'll talk more about that um, towards the end. But secondly, God wants to heal your anxiety. Now, when I think of faith, I think of faith as a, as a heavenly currency. The more faith we have, the less we're worried about everything else. The more faith we have, the more we don't, we don't think about what's, what's in the future because we know that God will provide for us. An increase of our faith in God will lead to a decrease in anxiety. I really believe that. And so... Don't let that anxiety get to you because we know that God will provide for us in the future. We know that we can lay our hope and our trust in our foundation of our relationship with God so we don't have to worry about that. Now, in order to, for, to let God help heal your anxiety, you have to let Him into that. You have to be brutally honest with God. You have to say, God, I'm struggling with this. Will you, will you help me out with that? Now, I do think there's a difference between being tempted to be anxious and then actually being anxious and letting, and letting anxiety take over your life. Now, just like with all sin, we can be tempted to do things, but, that's, but temptations and sin are two different things. Temptations is when the devil is trying to get us to fall into sin. It's when he's saying, hey, you should be anxious about your job after you graduate because you don't have a job yet. All your friends have a job, but you don't have a job yet. You should be worrying about this. Now, the devil can say that to you, and so far you haven't sinned at this point. But if you say, but if you accept that lie that the devil is telling you, then that's where you fall into sin. As with any as with any temptation. So if the devil's trying to tell you that because you don't have a job lined up after graduation, you're not worth a lot, you should be worried about this, you could say, no, actually, I'm not worried about this. I choose to follow Jesus, and I know that he's going to provide for me. So I'm not worried about this job that I'm going to have after graduation, because I know in due time, Jesus will provide it for me. So give everything you have to God. Give your future. Give your hope, your trust, your faith. God will provide for you. I know that. 
I know that God will provide for you. You just have to give your hope. You have to put your faith in Him. And the more faith and trust you have in God, I believe the less, thing, less anxiety that you'll have. But how can you do this practically? What are some ways that can help you fight off this anxiety? Well, I thought of a couple things that helped me fight off my anxiety. But first, I want to say that when you trust God in the little things, He'll be faithful to provide for you in the big things. you got to start small with your faith and with your trust in God. If you trust God to help you have a conversation with someone about faith, then you can trust Him with your future. If you trust Him that He's going to provide uh, the way for you to graduate college, well, I know that He's going to provide the way for you to have a job after college. But first, one thing that you can do is you can have daily affirmations. Now, it may sound silly, but I think they really work. I think they really help you out. When you wake up and when you tell yourself, and you look in the mirror and say, Tyler, I love you. You're doing good. You can do this today. You have nothing to worry about because you believe in Jesus. And then if you have daily affirmations for God, I think those will help too. You, you can start your morning off by praying to God and saying, God, I believe that you'll provide for me today. I believe that you will provide for my future. And I have nothing to worry about today. There is nothing to be anxious about because you're going to do it. You've already done it. You already say that you're going to do it. And so when you start off your morning like this, I believe that your days will be drastically different and you won't be as anxious anymore. Secondly, you can memorize scripture. You can memorize Matthew 6.34 or 6.33 and 34. And you can recite that whenever you start to feel anxious, whenever the devil is tempting you to feel anxiety, you can respond with scripture. You can say, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient the day is its own trouble. You can speak the truth and speak the scripture into, into your anxiety. And what that does is I believe that that brings light into darkness. You know, anxiety, being filled with anxiety can lead you to a dark place. However, when we bring Jesus into it, when we bring scripture into that anxiety, we bring light to the darkness, and the darkness has to flee. In the name of Jesus, darkness has to flee in your heart when you bring Him into your anxiety. And so, that's what memorizing Scripture is going to help you do. When you call out your anxiety, which is the third thing that you can do, then it is bringing light into that darkness. It's fighting off that spiritual warfare of anxiety. You're bringing Jesus into it, and He's able to help clear away that anxiety for you. Now, this isn't a one-time fight. This is a daily fight that you will probably have for the rest of your life. But every single time you face anxiety, I encourage you, bring Jesus into it. Speak into it. Call it out. Say, anxiety you have to go in the name of Jesus. I will not be fearful of my future. I will not be fearful about the current situation, about the present that I that I find myself in. And you can even call out the devil and I say, devil, you have to go. You are not allowed to tempt me like this because I belong to Jesus. I am a child of God 
and you are not allowed to tempt me like this. Jesus is who I place my hope and trust in, not the shaky things of this world. So when you do these things, they will help you fight off that anxiety. They will help you be able to conquer it daily because it is a daily fight. It is a daily struggle. And the last thing, if you're still struggling with anxiety, if you're still struggling through this, uh, I encourage you to seek out a counselor. Um, seek out a pastor, a trusted mentor that can help you through this. But with the one caveat that they help keep you focused on God. Because a counselor who's just going to redirect your attention away to the things of this world isn't very beneficial to you. You need to find a counselor, a mentor that will help keep you focused on God, will pray with you, and will help you be able to speak life and truth into your anxiety. So just know that anxiety is a daily fight. You are not in this alone. Many, many people are increasingly facing higher anxiety. And so the one thing that you should not do with your anxiety is to let it sit, is to let it fester. You need to bring that to the light. You need to bring it to Jesus. You need to bring it to a friend. You need to talk about your anxiety because letting it sit there is not going to do anything good for you. And so if you need anything, we can, we can help talk you through things. I can help talk you through things. Anyone on our staff team can help you with this. But I'm praying for you. And I know that you can do this. I know that God will help you get through this when you go to Him. But you have to go to Him. You have to go to God with your troubles. And you have to just trust that He's going to provide for you because I know that He will. All right, guys. I hope you have a good day, a good week. And yeah, I hope that things just pick up for you. And I, and I hope that we as a community can be here for you as you deal with this anxiety. Have a good day.